Brooke, you know I'm a live life to the fullest kind of person. Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably have a clinical case of FOMO. Mm -hmm. Like, genuinely, it's why I'm out till 2 in the morning, then back up at 7. I make poor choices. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to miss out on something fun, which is why, you know, I let you drag me out here to oh, New wow. York City. New York City, the big apple. <laughs> <laughs> and we're having a blast, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Trips to the Big Apple are not cheap. No. And maybe that's why I'm not a billionaire yet. That's yeah. what's holding me back. It's not avocado toast. <laughs> it's it's that- not crazy rent prices. It's me taking a trip. It's at $500 in taxes and fees. <laughs> oh my God, nobody from the hotel is even here to hear this. <laughs> she has been talking about this $500 mystery fee. Outrageous. Every employee we run into, she finds a way to put it into the conversation. <laughs> Um, but here's the thing. I'm not a billionaire pop star, mm-hmm. but somebody who is, is Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard talk. Yeah. Um, and Rihanna's gotten to the point where she doesn't have any problem missing out on anything. Mm-mm. Primarily because she can do whatever she wants. She's mm-hmm. a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's very picky about what she will do and when she'll do it. And these days, she's doing a lot First, she had her performance at the Super Bowl on Sunday, and now she's featured in a pretty revealing new British Vogue interview. Yeah, so everyone's still talking about her halftime show. And in this new interview, Rihanna gives us some insight into her future career plans, including when we may finally get that new album. Here's what I will say. If I ever become a pop star of Rihanna's level uh-huh. and all people want is an album, I'll never give it to them. It's in my DNA. I'm too petty. And that's why being friends with Arisha is honestly so fun. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Friday, February 17th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate, though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Give me that, give me 
So after Sunday night's Super Bowl halftime performance, it felt like Rihanna was the only girl in the world, mm-hmm. or at least the most talked about. Yes. This was Rihanna's first live performance in five years. I love how she keeps referring to it being in seven years. And it's like, Rihanna, yeah. do we know your life better than you? Well, she doesn't count those stupid little things, you know? Like the Grammys? Yeah, those yeah. dumb things. Yeah. Um. So it was her first performance, and she made history as the first pregnant person to perform the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Which is just... It's honestly history I didn't think about being made yeah. until this moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's how I always like to look at the world where it's like anything somebody who's never menstruated is doing (laughs) women people who menstruate Mm -hmm. can do while bleeding like it's just insane to think about so rihanna also became the second highest rated super bowl performer of all time with approximately 118 million viewers so trivia fact (laughs) katy perry's Super Bowl performance, yeah, was the most viewed with 121 million viewers, which I did not know. I wonder why. Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) We'll have to find out. We'll never know. Um, So fresh off her Super Bowl victory, Rihanna's opening up about her decision to perform, as well as a lot of other stuff, in an interview for British Vogue's March issue. The cover story was released just two days ago, but the actual interview took place last month, and this was shortly after Rihanna attended the Golden Globes where no one let her live. Like, everyone on stage was like, Rihanna, Rihanna's here, Rihanna's here. When when are you coming with an album? Guys, settle down. Like, just let this woman live. Um, And at the time of the interview, she was in rehearsals for the Super Bowl, and she talks about how they've basically been asking her to do the halftime show for years, which doesn't surprise me Mm -mm. really at all. Mm -mm. I was Um, surprised she had it. For some reason, I was like, she's done it, right? Well, it's funny because during the Super Bowl, it kept saying Rihanna's back. Yeah. And my dad was like, has she performed the halftime show before? And I was like, I don't think so. It was was weird wording. Yeah. Like, I get what they were saying. Yeah. um, And, you know, she says she kept putting it off. And then this year, she finally accepted the invite last minute. And she also talks about how they asked her to perform in 2018, but she turned it down in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, who, of course, many of you, I'm sure, know, was the former San Francisco 49ers quarterback. Um, He took a knee during the national anthem uh, at a game in 2016. You know, everyone lost their minds over it. So uh, back in 2019, she told U.S. Vogue that she didn't do it because she couldn't be a sellout. Mm -hmm. But in this interview, she says she decided to finally say yes to this Super Bowl after watching last year's halftime show, which we talk about all the time, was it's my favorite. I don't care what anyone says. I do not care. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's my, I think it's my favorite. It's tied for first. Janet Jackson's is actually my favorite. Only because it was the end of an era when it came to good Super Bowl halftime performances. That's fair. Um, So just to remind everyone, last year's show had absolute icons. Oh God, it was so good. Snoop, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Fitty hanging upside down. <laughs> if your halftime show doesn't include 50 Cent hanging upside down, why you show up? Yeah, don't even bother. So Rihanna said, you know, representing the urban community globally, it is powerful. It sends a really strong message. But she also added, there's still a lot of mending to be done in my eyes, but it's powerful to break those doors and have representation at such a high, high level and a consistent level. Mm a good point. It's yeah, it's strong. hard to take a stand mm-hmm. and stick with your stand. Yes. So Rihanna also says that another motivation for her decision to 
do the halftime show was the fact that she's now a new mom. Mm -hmm. But Rihanna says giving birth made her feel like she could do anything and that she geeked out on the challenge. Mm. And she also talks a lot in the interview about motherhood and how her life has changed since she gave birth nine months ago. Right. So, you know, we've talked about this many times. This is her first child with ASAP Rocky. And we still don't know the baby's name. They talked about it in the interview. Like, they just refer to them as baby. Yeah, and I love how, like, her whole team. Yes. The interviewer was, like, family, friends. Assistant. Any, everybody. So it's like they have this crash course when they get mm-hmm. a job at Rihanna's I'd be house. so nervous. I'd I, be like, don't even tell me the say, name. Don't tell me that. They might not even know the they name. They might not. That could be a, I could totally see Rihanna doing that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we don't know much about the baby, really, but we do know that he turned nine months old this week. And in the interview, Rihanna described the birth of her son as beautiful. And she said that her and ASAP Rocky left the hospital, came home cold turkey. This was really funny because I'm like, this is a thought I would have. Like, okay, I'm just in charge of a human and no one's going to help now. Yeah. Like, it's insane. That's on the hospital. You have to go, <laughs> you have to go through absolutely no training, technically. <laughs> like, as long as you could successfully have sex, that's the yeah. only requirement to be a parent. God. Which is just wild. It's scary. Um, you know, she talked a lot about how she was not getting a lot of sleep. She described herself as a zombie. And she was like, you know, I didn't have nannies, anybody. It was just her and ASAP Rocky. Um, and then her parents helped out a lot. But that's kind of cool to hear. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. Yeah. Billionaires, they're just like us. They really are. Um, but one of the, of course, not so normal challenges that Rihanna is facing is her son's privacy. This mm. comes up a lot on this show. Yeah. The paparazzi, she talked about being on set for the Vogue photo shoot and she realized there were paparazzi taking pictures of her yeah. baby. And she said, it's the thing you never want to happen. We've been protecting him thus far and you don't have any consent to be posting photos or selling photos of my child, a minor. Get the hell out of here with that. Reading how that came to be where it was like they heard the noise, like that noise that mm-hmm. it's like the shutters clicking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <sighs> paparazzi. And I I mean, I get this. It's one of those things where it's like, I absolutely respect celebrities who are like, my kid did not sign up for this. Yeah. This is my, it's my fame. Right. But it's like, there are other countries where you can't print children's mm. pictures. Mm-hmm. And the United States is like, nah, we're good. Yeah. They don't need privacy. And it's like, this is a nine-month-old. I know. Like, respect that at the very least. I did like that her and Rocky, like, got in the car and they were like, okay, well, we got to release him before anyone else does. It's like, good. Yeah. That's what Rebel Wilson did. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like taking back the narrative, which I'm always here for. But it sucks that they have to do that when they may not be ready to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So, Rihanna talked about a lot in this interview. And it wasn't just about the baby. It wasn't just about the halftime show. The interviewer talked about how scared they were to ask this question, but Mm -hmm. Rihanna was really open um, because when it comes to Rihanna, the first thing on almost everyone's mind is, when are we getting new music? Mm -hmm. Which is just, again, I'd be like, never. If you don't (laughs) stop asking me, you're never going to get it. Um, But after years of playing coy about when she'll drop another album, Rihanna finally confirmed that one is coming. Her last album was Anti, and that was in 2016 which she called her most brilliant album. And she says she put a lot of toxic pressure on herself to create something even better than Anti. Yeah. 
And she said, if it's not better than that, then it's not even worth it. Mm-hmm. But now she's kind of like taking that pressure off of herself, which she should. I mean, like, it's, come on. It's so funny because it's like, this is the stuff that I talk about in therapy where it's like, it's like that fear of success and fear of failure where it's mm-hmm. like, if I'm doing something good, if I do something really well, then I have to keep doing something really well. And that pressure of like, then I just won't do anything. That's like us when we made that brilliant Dolly Parton reel and we're like, <laughs> we can't top this. Yeah, we know what it's like to be Rihanna. Yeah, and we gave, we gave up. So yeah. we're not Rihanna well, at all. Up until that, we were. <laughs> um, so Rihanna said, if I keep waiting until this feels right and perfect and better, maybe it's going to keep taking forever and maybe it'll never come out. And no, I'm not down to that. And then she said, I want it to be this year. Like, honestly, it'd be ridiculous if it's not this year. I just want to make music and make videos. Mm. So, yeah. Which we feel the same way. We just want to make music. <laughs> yeah. And videos. Yeah. Even if it's just us singing karaoke in your living room. And let's be honest, it is. <laughs> so here's the thing for me. Like, I know Rihanna talked about how in the photo shoot, she didn't know that she had both her kids with her. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know she was pregnant, mm-hmm. but I know better. And I, <laughs> queen of suspicion here, I was certain throughout this interview that she knew she was pregnant and she just wasn't telling the interviewer because she hasn't even told her family members what her child's mm-hmm. name is, probably. So I was like, there's no way she's going to tell an interviewer that she's pregnant or hint that she's pregnant. So I was like certain she knew. Plus, I did the math of it. I did the pregnancy math where everyone's like, She's four months along-ish. They, mm-hmm. They're saying the baby's going to come sometime in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I, for most people, except my childhood friend who <laughs> showed up to the hospital <laughs> and found out she was oh, going to have a baby and no. had no idea she was pregnant, most times you know. Wait, why was she at the hospital? She wasn't feeling well oh. in her stomach because the baby was like, I'm ready to come out. <laughs> and she was like, there's a baby Oh, no. That was almost a year ago oh, today. God, I just, I just got the feeling that Rihanna knew she was pregnant when she did this interview. And obviously, yeah. I would. they don't tell their family their baby's name. We're assuming, <laughs> why would they tell the interviewer that she's pregnant? I, yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. When you brought it up in the Uber and then wouldn't stop talking about it, I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe you're right. Because when I was reading the interview, I had that thought also. <laughs> like anything to get her to shut up. My God. When you pulled that calculator out of your purse to do the birth math. No, but I know I had the same thought. I was like, she must know. But then yeah. the interviewer kept saying she didn't know. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. You bring up a good point, though. Yeah. Well, and when we talked about her Super Bowl performance on Monday's show, I famously said. Famously. I didn't get the vibe that she was planning to do more music. I know. But. But. I got to eat my own words for the first time in my life. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I mean, with baby number two on the way, are we going to get some new Rihanna music? I mean, you know, I am. I originally was like, yeah, God, she's going to have two kids. Is she going to have time to do music? But this woman performed the Super Bowl pregnant. Yeah. So it's like... And she signed on to the Super Bowl, like, what, six months postpartum? Like, she's... She doesn't believe in letting children hold her back. <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> she's my queen for that. I just... I won't let my kids, other people's kids, hold me back. <laughs> nothing. But I don't know. I Honestly, I don't think it matters. I don't think another kid's going to change it. I think yeah. if she wants to make me new music, she's Rihanna. She'll yeah. make new music. She'll find a way. She's doing interviews at 3 a.m. So oh I think God. she's going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if anything, she could just spring for one nanny while she's <laughs> she's like, I got to work on my music. 
Let's check the budget, see if we can work the numbers so we can have a nanny yeah. and not be all by ourselves she all the time. She wakes up one morning, she's like, you know, ASAP, I was thinking about it. Let's spring for a nanny. <laughs> ASAP's like, let me move some money around. <laughs> classic, classic billionaire stuff. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our theme song is by Gems. Scott Velasquez is a music supervisor for Freesound Sync. Peter Johansson is our senior producer. Our writer-producers are Michaela Myers and Liam Garrow. Our sound engineers are Sam Ada and John Lloyd. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marshall Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.